0: Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Previously, we discussed different aspects and different areas of occupational therapy. And today, especially since I work in the school setting, I'd like to discuss classroom tool usage, which is something I see a lot, especially in the school setting. When we discuss classroom tools, we're talking about things such as scissors and glue and crayons and markers, especially for the younger kids. And especially, obviously, a pencil, because we're dealing with things that we see in the classroom. And remember, an OT can be in general schools and could be in special ed schools. It could be from kindergarten and even pre-K, pre-kindergarten, all the way up to middle school and high school. So we're dealing with all the things that a student would encounter in the classroom, that being anything that would be needed in their uh, daily usage. And for older kids, that would even include how to type and how to use a computer and how to use a calculator and a ruler and a compass if they're using that in math or science, a telescope, things like that. All different types of classroom tools and classroom utensils. For me, since I work with elementary schools and kids in elementary schools, I, I mostly work on, on crayon usage and marker usage and scissors and glue and pencil. And, and when we say glue, we mean glue sticks. And sometimes if a student is unable to write well, I'll work with them on typing as well. So I like to incorporate craft activities and art activities as well in order to use these utensils, but before we even do a a project, I like to see how they hold the the utensil, and we've talked before about how to hold it, and if you can imagine, like a pincer, you can imagine your your pointer finger and your middle finger and your thumb making a C, the The pointer and the middle finger are on one curve of the C and then the thumb is on the other curve and it's almost as if you're holding a can of soda with your arm and your fingers coming to attack that can with fingers on either side. So we put those fingers together in order to hold the pencil or the crayon and that's what we're looking for. So if I don't see that with a student, what I'll think to do is to give them a good grip, which I call the ergonomic uh, writing grip which you could find on Amazon for like 10 bucks for six of them. They're fantastic. You could put them on a pencil. You could even squeeze them on a crayon sometimes, but I'll also use chubby crayons, I call them, or jumbo crayons. Jumbo crayons is really great, and we could work up from the jumbo crayons. A lot of times also, we could use half crayons. That's a crayon that's cut in half to force a kid to use a much better tripod grasp, which is really the best type of grasp. You know, a kid, when, when they're a baby and a toddler, they're supposed to start with a very immature grasp and work their way up to this dynamic tripod which is the best with these three fingers holding their utensil it's best for writing it's best for their work and it's best for how they go about their day so we want to see that on the crayons and on the markers and on the pencils but if they're not holding it properly we could give different ways of doing that a lot of times also A kid might have difficulty with exerting the proper pressure. He might do too much pressure, and he might break the pencil or break the crayon. So we could use a jumbo crayon to assist for that. There's also triangular crayons from Amazon, which are good as well. But we could use these different materials in order to help a kid progress throughout their day. For scissors, we want them to hold the grasp properly. We want them to hold the scissors with the thumbs up and the the index finger and the middle finger in the bottom slot. I get a scissors that's called the guppy scissors from Amazon, and they're fantastic. And in order for them to progress, we have to go backwards in order to go forward. So first, we want to make sure that they're able to draw their shapes properly, holding the utensil properly, as well as their letters and their numbers. And after that, we want them to be able to cut out their shapes. But really, it has to be that they cut developmentally in order appropriately. First, they have to cut lines, and then they have to cut basic shapes, and then they cut complex shapes and even geometric shapes. So they can't cut a stop sign if they can't cut on a line. They have to be able to cut on a line, they have to be able to cut across, they have to be able to cut a uh, diagonal line, besides for the straight line, the vertical line, the horizontal line. Once they're able to do that, then we're able to progress and go forward and then we could want them to cut out the circles and the triangles and the squares and the rectangles, the octagons and things like that. So a big activity for me is to use crafts and to incorporate Cutting, writing, coloring, pasting. So really, I'll have them draw the shape or draw the person. I call it Shape Man, where you have the circle for the face. You have the square, a big square for the body. You could have little rectangles for each leg. You could have a little long rectangle for each arm. And they could have a circle for the arm. You could give them a hat also. So they draw all these shapes on different part of a the paper. They'll cut out these shapes with the scissors held correctly. And then we'll get a glue stick and we'll have them glue the pieces together to make this shape man on another piece of paper. And right there, you get writing with the utensils, you get the scissors, and you get the glue, bam, all in one session. And it could take a whole session to do this. But it's a a good activity to try to get in order for them to be able to incorporate using different classroom utensils. So we are able to use something like that. Uh, Another activity you could use when dealing with classroom utensils is coloring. I really love coloring, and crayons are great for that. Besides for the therapeutic aspect and the calming aspect, if you've ever had a hard day, and if you ever want to feel like a de-stressor, coloring for adults is a big movement now. It's a big thing out there, and it's really relaxing for adults, since we have better fine motor skills, we hope. Colored pencils are even better than other writing utensils, and it requires more intricate nuances into coloring the picture properly. But once you do that, you're able to see the calming effects and they're able to color and and then you could do color by numbers which means that all the ones are going to be brown and all the twos are going to be blue and besides using the utensil of the crayon it gets them to follow directions it gets them to sequence the steps oh i have to do the ones and then the twos and it gets them to follow the directions as well there's also color by letters which will be all the a's are blue all the b's are green these are things that you could google and find as well I like to use these besides for coloring in their favorite characters and favorite pictures, you could also have them cut out their pictures and make it into a whole scene. If it's a Toy Story scene, you could have them, one of my students loves Woody, so he loves to color in Woody, and we, can, we could cut out Woody and then put him on a page, and then we give Woody a house, and then the house will incorporate different shapes that they have to cut out and paste as well, such as the square and the triangle for the roof. You could also ask, uh, you, you could also add circular windows, and you could also add different things like that. When it comes to classroom tools, you know, for for typing, typing could also incorporate different activities they like. I have a student that I'm working on with typing now, and uh, she loves Disney and things like that. So we sit at the computer, we look up on the computer uh, Elsa doll we did the other day. So I write out the sentences for her, and then she types them. So we said, this doll is cute. This doll has white fur. This doll is soft. And then as she does those, and we work on being able to type in a, in a short but efficient manner because right now it takes fifteen minutes to write to type those three sentences but as we work and we try to incorporate things they like we could get it to be down to less than fifteen minutes And besides for typing there could also be calculators So as the kids get older i've worked with uh, kids using calculators and fake money machines especially in the special needs setting while incorporating looking at online circulars or i'll print out the circulars and then we'll shop for items they'll look at the list they'll write down the list so you're getting the writing aspect and then they'll use the calculator or they'll use the fake cash register, which is really good for math and addition and using that calculator to help them figure out how much money it all costs. And that's also good for real-life skills for them to take it into real life. As we progress further in, in the future, future podcasts, God willing, we'll look at um, classroom tools again. We'll also touch on Fine Motor. And uh, we'll continue on this journey if you'll keep joining me on OT Talk with Mr. T. And again, comments, suggestions, questions, feel free to reach out to me at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.